Hey everybody, welcome back to the Berger Creek Homestead. This is Phil, and today I want to sort of do a reintroduction on who we are and what we're trying to accomplish with this uh, channel and with, with what's going on in our lives right now. So, um, I'm Phil, my wife Jenny and I, and our daughter are planning on living at our homestead where uh, my grandfather uh, farmed back in the 70s. Uh, this is a 65 acre farm and it's pretty diverse. It's got some row crop acreage. It's got some fields, some um, uh, undeveloped fields. It's got some uh, forest ground. It's also got a creek and a, and a tributary going through it. And uh, it's got a couple of really old outbuildings and one new outbuilding that uh, my grandfather put up like five years ago. So um, this is what we're working with. Um, it's raw land for the most part. The, the stuff that we're going to be using is raw land. Uh, and our sort of main objective, uh, our end game goal, I guess, is to be as close to 100% self-sufficient with our food source as we can possibly be. Now, we'll never be growing um, avocados and bananas and citrus fruits and things like that. It just won't grow in our climate. Uh, unless we had a really sophisticated greenhouse system set up or whatever, uh, it would never happen. So I don't really see it happening. But with other things, uh, most other things, with, with our uh, pig and our beef and our chickens, um, all of our meats should be able to be grown uh, on our farm. Most of our vegetables, most a, a lot of fruits too, should be able to be grown on our farm. So we want to get that grocery bill as close to zero as possible for a couple of reasons. Number one, uh, the money, obviously. The cost of food uh, is increasing and it's never been cheap. So uh, we want to uh, get, get rid of... of uh, that cost and use that money towards uh, investment savings and uh, other allocations. Number two, we know where our food's coming from this way. So, for example, raising pigs and raising cattle, for that matter, isn't really a profitable um, experience if you're just doing a couple. Uh, if you're just feeding your family, it's really not any cheaper to raise them than it is to get the meat off the shelf at the store. But the advantage is, you know what they ate, you know how they were raised, you know how they're butchered, um, you know exactly what's going into that meat. And uh, that's enough of an advantage for us um, to want to do it for ourselves. So this is uh, what we're into, and we, we have one-year goals, we have three-year goals, and we have five-year goals. Now we're on our second year of our five-year goal, which is to be debt-free living out there um, with um, all of the livestock and um, fruit trees and, and all of the vegetables that we want to grow, we'll be able to and we will have uh, grown. So the three-year goal right now is to uh, have uh, a garden established that will produce several vegetable varieties um, for complete self-sufficiency and I want for sure one of those to be tomatoes because we use so many tomatoes and uh, week week after week we're, we're buying tomatoes at the grocery store um, and we could save so much money if we just grew them ourselves they're not a terribly difficult thing to grow so um, 
We also want to be completely self-sufficient in our uh, hog production and our beef production by then as well, uh, and our egg production. Now, our one-year goal is to be living out at our homestead, and we're coming to the end of our one-year goal, actually. Um, and uh, we want to be out there by September. We want to have a, a we, we actually don't have a house out there yet. We still have to put in a well and a septic system and a, uh, a home itself. So we're working towards that uh, almost every day. Uh, in fact, this weekend I cut down some cedar trees and created an entrance so that when our prefabricated home gets to our location, they will actually have access into the field that we're going to be uh, building and uh, putting. So, you know, it's, it's a daily and a weekly and a monthly uh, plan to get out there by the end of September. And um, we're doing everything we can. It's been a really odd year, as everybody knows. Uh, so getting contractors and things set up and dates set up uh, is a little bit more hectic and difficult than I think it would have been in a normal year. Uh, but we're making it work as best we can, and in the meantime, we're pushing forward with our other plans, uh, which, uh, as I said, are including our three-year goals, which are, um, you know, we're, we're expanding our fruit trees. We just put some uh, honeybees out at our farm uh, about a month ago. We now have rabbits that we will have for meat production. We now have chickens out at our farm that we will have for egg production and pro probably a different variety and things, but probably later on we'll be expanding for meat production as well with chickens. And uh, lots of things, you know, are being done and put in place. Our garden's looking fantastic. I was just out at, in our garden about 20 minutes ago. We now have uh, tomatoes starting to, to take form. Uh, our herbs are really coming along. Our romaine is awesome. Our uh, radishes are doing really well. We, we, we now have peas. And uh, so, our, yeah, our garden is starting to uh, uh, really come along this year. And uh, we have a lot of different uh, plans in place. But this is, um, you know, our end game. We want to just be as self-sufficient as possible in terms of money and in terms of um, knowing where our food comes from. So with with our very long-winded introduction out of the way, uh, I now want to sort of focus on uh, the future of what these podcasts and what our YouTube videos are going to consist of, which are partly going to be um, sort of what I've been mentioning, just updates and, and things to keep everybody uh, paying attention and on track of what of what we are focusing on uh, on a week by week and a month by month basis and um, those I don't think will will cease uh, now you know maybe they're boring for a lot of people I, I'm not really sure honestly but uh, I feel that it's kind of important to show some of our uh, our successes and our failures and the things that we're doing on a week to week basis uh, to uh, improve ourselves and to show our progress. So another thing that I, I'm interested in doing is a uh, sort of a, either a podcast or, or uh, maybe it'll just be a YouTube-only thing or whatever, but some sort of uh, special, um, I, don't, I don't know what you would even call it, but like a segment, I guess, um, where we showcase and highlight uh, other homesteaders uh, both in our area and nationally and even internationally, 
Um, I've been in contact with uh, folks from Scotland, uh, folks from England, and uh, who are doing similar uh, homestead-type activities and coming along and actually people that are much further along than I am and uh, even people that are further or less, uh, further or less, yeah, uh, less far along than, than we are. So, uh, you know, people of all different types, people that are um, just starting this, people that are specializing in only one or two different aspects of what we are trying to accomplish, um, people that are doing, um, you know, everything like what we're sort of pipe dreaming about doing and uh, just everything in between. And I think what we'll start with is people from Missouri that are homesteading. And um, I would like to interview these people so that we can kind of gain an understanding of how they're going about their processes and how they are uh, struggling with things or, or having great success with things. And um, I think that it would be beneficial for both parties and for everybody uh, involved, everyone listening as well, to uh, really try to understand um, what different people are going through in, in their region and in their specific trade. Uh, so that's one thing I'm really kind of pumped about, and I've already been in talks with a, a couple of people about uh, getting that accomplished. And so I, th I hope uh, that that's going to be a segment somewhere in the near future. Um, now, the other thing that I'm interested in doing is taking suggestions from people. I uh, recently had a suggestion um, asking to have a more in-depth um, sort of tutorial on how we make soap, and uh, I'm more than interested in doing that. I'm thrilled about doing it. In fact, uh, I would love the suggestions uh, to keep coming, the recommendations to keep flowing, because uh, I, it, you know, it gives me an idea of what people want to hear and what people want to see. And uh, it's also fun for me to make soap, and it's fun for me to do a lot of these things. So, uh, yeah, of course I'd be interested in doing that, and I think I will, probably in a couple of weeks. The interesting thing about soap is that whenever you uh, make a batch of soap, at least when I make a batch of soap, I make what's called a loaf uh, of soap. And it actually produces like 12 or so um, different bars of soap. So out of that process, we can get about a year's worth of soap, or maybe, you know, with a larger family, at least four to six months worth of soap in one go. Um, and, you know, I mean, we can, we can start giving soap away or we can sell soap and things, but um, for us, we just, we're not at really that stage yet. Uh, we've given some soap away and we've sold some, but not really on a scale that is worth mentioning. Um, but I would be more than happy uh, to give some sort of a, uh, like an easy, soap tutorial like a three or four ingredient soap tutorial and then getting into one of the more advanced soaps that we that we do uh, we do things with with goat's milk uh, that takes a little bit more care and delicacy uh, than some of the other soaps we do and getting into some uh, uh, different oils that have different uh, properties that, that will benefit you in different ways uh, using vitamin E oil avocado oil um, rationing uh, the, the ratio of, of coconut oil to get the kind of consistency of soap that you want and things like that. So it's really, it can be a super easy process. It can be, you know, a three to four ingredient soap um, can be a very uh, benefiting and rewarding experience uh, with not a whole lot of technical uh, skill which is really amazing. And then, you know, you can make it as, as technical as you want. There's far more 
uh, complex uh, soaps out there than what I've made. And so, you know, there's something out there for everybody in soap making. It's just one of those experiences and it's one of those things that are so uh, forgiving and so rewarding to say the end product. Um, I'll tell you the first batch of soap that my wife and I ever made, it was a three ingredient soap. It had water, olive oil, and lye. No, I think it was a four ingredient soap. We also put some lavender in there as well. Um, but uh, it turned out really, really terrible. <laughs> um, I'll say that because the the part of the process of uh, of the soap starting to harden, it's called saponification. And part of the saponification didn't really take effect like we thought it would. And it's because we had our ratios uh, way off. I think we had way too much water in our in our soap mixture. And because of that, it turned out really bad. But uh, the upside of this is we just, it, you know, it was, it was really soupy. It was really watery and it wouldn't harden like it was supposed to. And we just let it sit in our molds. And after about a week, it finally hardened. It just, it saponified, but it, it did it much more slowly uh, than it was, you know, supposed to. Um, because of that, we got a pretty soft soap and it still turned out really awesome and we're still really happy with the results. So, like I said, it's a very forgiving thing. Um, but I uh, will probably be doing some sort of a tutorial on this, uh, an in-depth guide, step-by-step, uh, -step, um, either on my YouTube channel or on here or both. And I'll showcase um, sort of a, a, a pretty simple basic soap and then jump into a, a little bit more of a complex soap. Um, for everybody that's interested. So I appreciate the suggestions. And uh, before I make this any longer, I'm going to go ahead and cut it off. And I really appreciate you guys uh, paying attention and listening and, um, you know, joining us in, in our journey uh, to a self-sufficient lifestyle. So check us out on uh, YouTube or the Burger Creek Homestead. You can also check us out on Facebook at The Homestead Project. And until next time, thanks again. God bless.